This is Adeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur Podcast, Episode 2. If you're ready to take your destiny into your own hands, you've come to the right place. This is Ordeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur, featuring interviews with the most exciting and amazing entrepreneurs across Africa. Here's your host, Chi Odogu. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today's interview is very, very interesting. We talked to O'O Umwoye. He's a founder of a technology startup out of Lagos, Nigeria. But we do want to apologize for the audio quality at the first um, zero to seven minutes of the interview itself. We had a bit of a technical difficulty that we couldn't resolve up until about minute eight or minute nine into the interview. So you might want to skip on down when you start hearing a little bit of a feedback and um, reverb in the audio. I also wanted to remind everyone to please don't forget to enter for the giveaway. I'll be giving out a couple books to launch the show. The first one of which is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, The Art of Turning Trials into Triumph, and maybe another book. I haven't decided yet. But the way to enter this giveaway is to give a, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, and in the comments on the show notes page of the interviews you'll hear. In addition, you can also increase your chances of winning the giveaway by sharing the podcast and interviews on Twitter, Facebook, and any other social media platform you use. Now, with that said, let's get on with the rest of the show. Are you tired of spending too much money on call center operations? Looking for a better way to connect with your customers and provide quality customer service? Try Callbase. Callbase is a software-as-a-service solution that makes it extremely easy to provide quality customer service over the Internet. Through this platform, you can set up a call center in less than five minutes and immediately take care of your customers' needs while they are still on your website. The technology eliminates the high costs associated with setting up and running call centers, as your team can be distributed across the globe. Leverage the power of local numbers from 50 different countries and have calls answered 24-7 at low domestic call rates. Start delivering high-quality customer service today. All you need is an internet connection, and the software does the rest. Go to callbase.co. That's C-A-L-L-B-A-S-E dot C-O for more information. Hi, everyone. My name is Chio Dogu. I'm the founder of Odeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur. Today's entrepreneur is O.O. Umoye. He's the co-founder of Callbase and a technology blogger based out of Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, oh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Um, um, hi, good morning, good morning afternoon, afternoon. Very right, very right. Um, so, so, my name is I, I was born, I was born in, born in Nigeria, 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 city, city, grew up, grew up. Uh, the King's College, King's College, College, College School, University, 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 I I've done a lot of other startups. We're still on the journey. 
So you mentioned that after college you got into the technology, internet related business and startup. Could you tell us a little bit about your first companies or your first two companies? Yeah, um, so, so we came out, came out from, from problem solving perspective and it was just recently I, while I reflect, I just remember about early things that I tried to do with a couple of my friends. So, so then, then one of the issues we have, we had that then have the issue of them collecting a transcript as a school. Okay. Right, so, so to see how we can make Of course, that's when I learned that, that should not do anything that should require a third party bureaucratic institution. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now we didn't really fly with that, so it was just preliminary. Was preliminary. Um, so, so what, what the first company I tried, tried to do was in Warwick. Warwick. That was, that was, uh, was called one page. page. So the yeah, idea was to digitize this car. Up to today, to the, the, the printout is in it's in, it's in, it's in the stock, stock print it out on our scalp paper, give it to someone, the person wants to digitize. So the idea was why not to send it digitally to digital, exchange it digitally. So, kind of like a V card. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I call it a live So it's a couple of online, online, online address. So I meet you in Buzo. I just type in Buzo. Automatically, I get your like Twitter handle and all the details of yourself. Okay. I don't need to tell you. What's your Twitter? What's your Facebook? So that was the whole idea. Just take your meeting. I get fire. Pull out all your data. And more importantly, anytime you update your data, I do that. I get my address. Um, so um, that was, that was yeah, the idea, but as I in the consumer space, it's crazy, crazy, very difficult to build a consumer business. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. so yeah, yeah. So I left, so I left my, 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 my co-founder um, left that. So I left, I left this. Um, he, he tried to and continue to build, build buffer. buffer. Um, so he's, he's cleaning out now. Now, now. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> So you, so you and your co-founder started this one page while you were at graduate school in So he was a So after that, I said, okay, let me do music. And that was, that was a learning experience. Okay. This is not good. So what was so, what was so challenging about the music startup? Music is hard. There are some internal issues that I, I didn't sort out properly. Right? Second, so my... Technical partner yeah, then um, had other things he was doing, right? So we're not aligned with like priorities, which okay. I wouldn't blame. Like it's no one's fault, right? If something is someone else's, it's not someone's priority. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was a bit challenging, but uh, it was interesting. So we built a beautiful product, but it's more than uh, you have to be rapidly adapting market needs. So we couldn't rapidly move. Right, so we couldn't actually get to the stage where we could have an impact. That of course externally. Overhead cost of licensing, blah blah blah, all those external issues. Because, because music has so many parties involved. Yeah. yeah. So that was Bedu.fm. Bedu FM, yeah. Yes, yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at the product, yeah, it's still live. I used it this morning and you still have some nice songs up there. Yeah, I think there's there's still an opportunity because Africa unlike other market places, Indies, Indies are the owners of the market. So like the US, US market, market where 
from companies on like 99% of any popular record in the, the West, right? It's, it's from Sony Universal One now, EMI, right? Yes. Yeah. So those phones can let you supply power. If you look at the Portal 5 buses, the supply power is too high. So they can squeeze out any they want from you. They can force you. However, in Africa, Two-Face has his own label, Terry has his own label, Whiskey has his own, everyone has their own, you know? Uh, one Day Cool has his own. So if... Um, so the structure of the music business in Africa is completely different from the way yeah, it's structured yeah, yeah. in so the U.S. So it's a right? So if only... If the barrage doesn't like me, for instance, it doesn't really impact me, right? Because I just lose a couple of songs. Let's assume, you know, I mean, maximum, maybe 15 hit songs, maximum, right? Mm-hmm. I can perform without that. But if one doesn't like you, or you've lost out three million songs or something. Okay. Still interesting, it's still there for the ticket. So, but I don't think the opportunity is that massive anymore because um, it has been, it's too late. What do you guys too late? So it's too late for um, a local company to exploit that market. So uh, we're waiting too long. So Spotify and the rest are going to expand into our market. They're not here yet. But the idea was there was to build a lot of traction. So by the time they are coming in, you're already you're already you're already in power. Okay. Yeah, but how well? <laughs> I guess that's the nature of the entrepreneurship game. You know, you try something, it doesn't work. You try again, it doesn't work. And and you just keep trying. You just keep trying. Now, so I, I, what if you said it? Uh, I think I don't know if it's a player or see one of it. I think it's this guy. No, um, Drew Houston, right? Of Dropbox, right? Oh yes. This is not the amount. You just have to write once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just have to write. You just have to write once, and um, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, it's, so it's not about the number of times you do. It's just just succeed once and you're, you're good. Yeah. I see. Succeed once and you're good. So that take us to you've, you've talked about your first one, one page, and you say your co-founder has moved on to start Buffer app and promotion. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. So that that's good to know. I, I somehow find out, I, I find great guys. My second, the guy I work with, with Bedo FM, he is in corporate world, but I, I wouldn't like, he, he is a private person, right? Okay. Trust me, he's killing it. Okay. So I, I think I have this anointing to just be my co-founder. Within his six months, they've gone to, to greater things. Your own turn is still coming. Uh, it, just, it, just, it just proves that you have something in you that, you know, <laughs> you know how to work with people, you know how to develop a good business. And so just quickly talk about why, um, what happened for one page that um, you guys were not together anymore? Did he come back to America and you moved back to Nigeria? Was that? So I was moving back to Nigeria and okay. I, was bit, I was just a bit tired. Like, okay. Uh, school, everything. So okay. uh, the, the idea was that uh, like, all these minor conflicts on how we proceed. Looking back, there are just minor things. But, you know, inexperience. Yeah. Or, or sorted. We're like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing it. That kind of, yeah. But what, the alignment of say, okay, how would the product move forward? Okay. You know, and to be fair, it evolved from its original idea, so it was more of his idea that I joined. You understand? So, yeah, although we started it together, right? I just think it was the right thing to move. Yeah. Let's talk about your next startup. So, okay, so I'll explain something to what people don't really realize, which I will explain now. So, okay. It's not an exclusive, <laughs> but this is the first time I will explain how. So we have a holding company, and um, basically, so I had an accident sometime in 2012. Wow, it's been long. Ooh. So, so I was like, no more startup stuff, right? I wanted yeah. to go to the US and look for who to partner and bring technology to Nigeria. 
Okay. So I wanted to work with Twilio because Twilio is a good service, uh, like an API service. It's like uh, like there's Twilio, Tropo, Plivo. So all these API services do not support um, African numbers. Okay. Right. So what all those things do is that they, they can put web services behind a phone number. So, for instance, I can build a voting service. I'll call a number and I can access a website that says, press one if you want to vote for this, press two if you want to vote for that. Right? Mm-hmm. Instead of going to a website and clicking, people can now access such programs with their telephone. Okay. Right? So, I wanted to bring that to Nigeria per se and try and work with them to get Nigerian numbers supporting. However, uh, like, anyway, it was a long story, right? So, we decided to ah, go vet, build. Um, our own. So I work with one of my, my, my co-founder now. I will build a little service called Phone Node. Okay. It's a telephonic API for Nigeria. Now, while building Phone Node, we decided to... So while we're building Phone Node, we built... Um, so one of the key applications of all these telephonic APIs, and I told you, call, con- um, uh, connects the... Yeah, I found that. My phone is making so much noise, sorry. <laughs> 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 this laptop survived with me by accident, so it's my boy. So I have to, I have to be patient. Do you have a headset? Do you have to put in a headset or no? Um, I don't have a headset. Uh, it's fine. If I, we'll find a way to get the home app. Uh, I said the Holy Grail, or the killer apps of that API. Telephone API is like the call center. Okay. So while we're showcasing the API, we built something called the call button where you embed on your website you click it and people call uh, okay. look at it for free like it's your business you want people to call your phone just embed a button so I would do it most people are like ah can you do this can you add that and basically what they were asking for was the call center I already had a, a mind to build a call center on top of our API okay right yeah so what we just did is like eventually we just evolved that so the company is called Phone Based Labs Phone-based right. labs. Yeah, phone-based labs. It's a play on phone node and call base. Okay. But the company is called phone-based labs, and um, so we have two products. So what people know is call base. easy to just push out a product and to push out a holding company and, you know. So it's more like, yeah, so we have multiple products on okay. that company name. So people just know call base because call base is what we're putting now as priority products. Okay. You understand? So it's not really a single product company. Okay. So the company, yeah, so it's not written as called Base Inc. Yeah, it's not, it's not written as called Base Inc. Yeah, so it's Phone Base Labs. Okay. So we don't have Call Base and Phone Node on direct. Okay. So eventually there might be other products on direct or we will consolidate, but we're moving in parallel. And how long ago did Call Base as a product start or develop? January. January of 2014. Yep. Okay. And I see here, or actually we, we spoke about this when you were here in February, you were part of the competition of the Harvard Business School African Business Conference. Yes, African Business Conference um, is um, it's a club okay. for MBA students. So it was a competition, I was just one of the people that were competing, yeah. And how did the competition go? Uh, it was as well as planned. And again, the people that won were very good. That's understandable. So you've been in the technology game now for let's let's call it what close to five years? More six, seven, yeah. Okay, more six, seven. Now just tell us and tell our audience what are some of the obstacles that you faced in the technology industry, especially as a startup in Nigeria, coming out of Nigeria. 
Ah, as a Nigerian, it's just basically you can people face everyday in life. It's it's hard. It's hard existing in Nigeria. What do you mean by that? So, like, I like, like I used to tell my friends in America. So, to succeed in America, it's a struggle to succeed in America, right? Okay. And to survive in Nigeria is a struggle. Like, it's a hustle to struggle to survive. So, um, so you woke up this morning, and the first thing on your mind, probably, you want to make your your interview series a success, right? So, the first thing on your mind was how what's my questioning style, blah blah blah. How do I make sure I engage my audience and I engage my interviewee and stuff like that? If you're doing this in Nigeria, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you're asking yourself is they're going to be like, where do I buy fuel for Jen? Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing on your, the top thing on your mind, like for where I'm saying, is very important. So the top thing on your mind, where you're doing anything in Nigeria is survival. If you're training for Olympics, right? When you wake up in the morning, it's not your muscle that you can't think of. It's lights, water, would there be traffic, uh, mosquito. The fact of the matter is that anything you're doing in Nigeria, even if you're trying to be an author, you wake up, in, you're going home at night, is there light, is there traffic? That's the top thing on your mind. So those things, and I think I said this recently that, you know what, like, um, I, I might not end up being so much of a patriot after all, maybe in my next life or something, right? <laughs> um, let me just Why try. is that? Huh? Why yeah, is that? Just try and focus on, on because it's, it's a lot of stress that I don't think I'm Jesus or anything good. So, um, let me try and be a bit selfish. So, anyway, it has been difficult starting up in Nigeria. Yeah. It started going to work. You know, you're just sure. Like, they say, ah, this network is down. You know, they have, they have taken the lights. You know, <laughs> the internet is not going. Such phrases <laughs> are Nigerian phrases. Okay, you know? so you have. A whole mess of operational challenges. Right? Yeah, if you want to make it, if you want to garnish it. Oh, okay, sorry. let's not call it that. Let's call it existential challenges is what you're saying you have. That's higher worship. <laughs> 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 yeah, basically, yeah. So uh, it has been difficult. And okay. Anyone doing anything in Nigeria, you have to applaud the person. Okay. Because before you, you're seeing anything the person is doing, before you see a paga at all, you should, you should imagine the amount of generators the person has had to go through the traffic before you see the paga in America. If you see the paga, you're saying, Oh, and, and some of our audience might not know what the paga is. Could you just briefly explain what paga is? Or what paga, paga is, is Nigeria's PayPal. The paga is Nigeria's PayPal, yes. easy and simple. Okay, so you're saying before a paga or a PayPal, before you see, so before you say anything on the web, like a hotels.ng, okay, hotels.ng is like Nigeria's largest um, hotel booking website, right? Okay. Um, before you see that, there are so many things behind the scenes okay. that have almost absolutely nothing with so- to do with the success of the business. Okay. It just has everything to do with existing, so you can even play the game. Okay. So anyone that is doing anything in Nigeria, I have to applaud them. Um, yeah, I have, to, I have to give them big ups. Yeah, so it's, it has been difficult from that point of view. Um, but as a startup person per se, um, it's difficult trying to focus your theory or what you're postulating because what happens is that you start off with an idea and say, hey, I think people will like this because these people ask, these people ask, and I've seen Spain using this particular way of doing things, right? Okay. Then you build a small product, that's what they call the MVP, and say, oh, let me test. That's the minimum viable product, right? Yes. Okay. So let me test my theory, whether this thing I say people would like, they would like when not to give up too early, 
Okay. I said, oh, people don't really, people are not really using this thing. Is it that they don't like it? Is it that I'm too early or I have not marketed it well, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it that's a bad position and let me change, right? So being disciplined enough to to be patient okay. or something to germinate. Okay. So PayPal didn't take off until they tried so many things and they found out that eBay was where um, the the consumers the, and the market and the transactions were. The were. Was okay. Okay. So if they didn't have the resources or the patience or technical skill or whatever to notice that PayPal would not exist today. Okay. You understand? So I think that's one of the challenges people have. Okay. They went to pivot like the guys at Flickr did, for instance, when it was a the game service before the photograph aspect of the game was what they now focused on. Mm-hmm. On like Instagram, let's say. Then you went to say, ah, this is what I'm doing, it doesn't, it's not, it's not working. Or going down a path, like path. You know, they have path. No, I don't know they have path. Of course, that's why. So, like path was, was a personal Facebook. Okay. Yeah. And now it has pivoted to become a messaging app. And it's only two years late. Okay. You know, so not knowing early enough. So those are the challenges people normally have. Yeah. Especially if you're already dogged, like you're following something through. Is is how do you manage your doggedness? Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that to just start up alone is so difficult that even in the midst of getting started and running your business, you have to think of a whole set of other factors within the society or within the ecosystem that will enable you to just be able to say, hey, this is my business, let me start running the business, let me support the business. And then while you start doing all that and you're supporting your business, you still don't know if you have the strength or the doggedness enough to stay with that business or to pivot to another different business business plan or use another different strategy if one thing is not working, just because you're doing so many things to just exist and start? No, I'm not, I, I won't, I'm not attributing the second. Okay. So the, the first one is a Nigerian issue. It's a Nigerian issue, okay. Nigerian issue, there's yeah. no... Uh, so basic things to survive. Basics. And not that, right? Okay. The secondly, um, this is a general issue as someone that is doing this. As a genius, right? okay. So, for example, after we, we did one page, right, there's mm-hmm. something that came out called About Me, About.me. Yes, I've heard of that. So people know that, they don't yeah. know, you know. And uh, so we did that before About Me, right? And um, so you see, there was something there, because I wanted to be sold for a, a bit of money, and they didn't even work on it for too long. Okay. Right? Um, so what I'm saying is that, aside the local issues in Nigeria as a technical entrepreneur, Okay. Second issue would be as an entrepreneur as a whole, would be focusing on on something long enough, or making sure you don't focus on it too long. Yeah. Okay. Um, another thing, particular to Nigeria, again, it, it still stems for from the whole uh, survival mode. How do I put it? So when people ask for funding, what they're asking for in America, you can max out your credit card. Yes, capital. Uh huh. In America, yeah, I max out my credit. It doesn't happen like that. If you, if you don't have cash, then you sleep down like Like now, you, you, I'm sure what you're saying is at the end of the month, you, what they say, the police will come. <laughs> at the end of the month, the bills will come and everything, right? Yeah. So you're able to try and provide value 
with throughout the month, at the end of the month, to make it up, right? Yes. If the reverse was the case, most people have, well, before you won't have the chance to create anything, you have to pay up front. Okay. Lagos will pay for two years. So when people are asking for money, the money that people are asking for is they need um, resources. That's one of the challenges that is peculiar to people coming from places like Lagos. Okay. And they don't have the resources to exist to play the game. Okay. It has nothing to do with the game. So, right? Tepper, let's narrow it down to core base itself. So, what were the specific challenges that you faced when starting up core base? Let's, let's, let's talk about... That's basic, right? So, you wake up in the morning, you need to put on generator, the light, something that's blown up your charger, the power surge, a sport, your computer. So, those are the kind of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about dealing with... Um, Third-party providers, you know the. So those ones are like so when you're working, you're working with APIs. So okay. those ones are really agnostic. They're there. Okay. If you want to build an app on Facebook, you don't need anyone's permission. Okay. If you want to build. Now there are particular challenges, right? I just remembered one. Okay. As which has been sort of, which is being solved a little bit now. It's payments, right? Payments. Yeah. So I have to come to the US to open a bank account for us to use Stripe. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So that payment is, is an issue um, for African startups because now it's becoming, it's going to, it's going to improve, right? So and why is it improving now? Um, because PayPal is still coming to Nigeria, right? Okay. So what, what's going to happen is that more people. So before you couldn't do what you call your current billing. Okay. So that's the monthly subscription yes. type of payment. Huh? Yeah, so what happens would be that if you set up something, at the end of the month, people will have to manually pay for it okay. instead of basically charging them. Yes. That would just kill your business. So Nigerians could not even play in that space because none of our payment service providers do that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so now um, PayPal is here. It's the first that can actually do it. Wow. So are you, are you telling me that even the company you mentioned earlier, Parga, did not have a system for recurring or subscription type of payments? Yes, I wouldn't. So I, I, I would not blame them. Yes. Yeah, but um, yes. Okay. So that was uh, that was the that was a problem for a while for many people because uh, Nigerian payments this can take three days to discuss. Maybe when you talk with Tayo, Tayo, he would not explain to you. So okay. there are many limitations, right? Okay. That stops that from happening. I don't want to call names. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So those things have held back a lot of entrepreneurs. Okay. But if you can't take money, then you have no business. There's no business. There's no transaction. Yes. Okay. Tell us about how you signed up your first customer before we now talk about how you. So that the first customer was was actually one of the people that influenced the building of the product. So the person actually paid ahead of time. Oh wow! They prepaid for the service. Yeah. So that was how. So the person saw it and said, oh, I want this. Can you do this? I said, okay, you have to commit this amount of money. I will do this for you. And is that typical in Nigeria to have someone prepare for a service before the product is built? Um, yeah, so it depends on how, how well you uh, need the product. So that's one of the ways okay. is you need to test whatever you're doing is useful. Okay. Uh, um, so most parts, most people will say, oh, I want this, right? Mm-hmm. When somebody spends... Right, then you know that the person actually needs it. Okay, so that means there's validation and they're willing to wait for it because they put their cash on the table. 
for you yeah. to produce that story. So another thing I need to point out, like you talked this of my co-founder, right? So when we were doing call base, sometimes you have to go to cyber cafe. Okay. I'm sure you remember what those things are like. Yes. <laughs> very, very noisy. Boys doing G yeah, doing doing uh, chatting with people, photocopier, like motorcycles and it was there coding in place, right? Yeah. So one of the things that so those are those, that takes extra dedication. You're asking how we're able to overcome that. So having someone like that is very, very you can't really employ someone with that kind of dedication. It's really hard. So it's it's necessary to have a strong co founder, especially doing Yeah, you'd be lucky if you can get someone like that. So okay. um, um, to work with. Because the truth of the matter is someone says there's no light. That's a legitimate excuse. Yes. You don't have light or the internet is not working. Yeah. But if you now have someone that would walk out of his house and start searching for where he could get free internet. So one of the times I wanted to launch something with Bell was with Bedway FM, right? Okay. I went to a mall, and it's very on Nigerian to go to a mall and start browsing because the one was doing a free promo then. So I went to the mall and, like, I'm not saying anybody, Papa, you know. <laughs> that means you didn't, so, you didn't so care about that means anybody. I don't really care what the world okay. is. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you train to Nigeria. So, 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 yeah, or when I... Uh, yeah, the time I had to go to a hotel at 2 a.m. to finalize something, right? Okay. So, being a big dog is very, very, very important. Yeah. So, we're talking about how we overcome those challenges, right? Because uh, the truth of the matter is that those things are the world doesn't care. You've never visited a website and say, oh, this website is not loading. Maybe the, the, girl, the girl that built the website, her father died that morning. You don't say, oh, what a tragedy. I'll wait for the website not to load. No, no one does that. Yeah. Right? The world really doesn't care. It's not as if they're nasty or anything, but they have to go and do up. You're not, you're not, the world doesn't center around you. Yeah. So with all these challenges, no one really cares. Go to a website, it's working, sign up. It's not working, you move on. Like, that's how it works. Okay. So having that in mind, actually, well, operates with that in mind, that really people don't care. So any challenge you have, you have to overcome it. You hope you can sort it out or have advice people that are coming after you on how to overcome it, but you just have to move on. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so you got that first client, they prepared for the service. Yeah. You build, you build the product with that prepayment, right? And then. Well, not necessarily, but just like encouragement. Okay. So, how did you sign up, let's say, the next couple? So, so we entered a competition called Tech Cabal Battlefield. Okay. And uh, we didn't win. So young boys came and took all the money. Tech Cabal Battlefield, that would be like uh, the like Nigerian or the African version of um, Tech Cabal Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so we'll add a little bit of publicity. We haven't gone full. Uh, we just recently opened up the sign-ups. Okay. Before you have to get an invite. So we are still moving very slowly. Okay. Right. People don't like a lot of publicity, so people don't know such bad as product like always exists yet. Okay. So in the coming well, weeks, after the, after the show, we'll let them know. Yes. So <laughs> in the coming weeks, um, we've seen so people have been like doing research and seeing us through blog posts and things like that. Okay. But in the coming weeks, this week especially, we'll push it out so people will know about it and start signing up. Yeah. Okay. So basically, that's how. You were able to market. Just, now, just take us through. So, we haven't really done marketing. You've not really done marketing, but yeah, you've, been, really you've been able to sign up customers based on, I would say, referrals, people ref- searching for themselves, and all those. Okay. Things. Okay. 
learn about us through um, like the competition. You know, okay, the competition. Okay. Check up, sign up. Yeah, but we have not said moving very fast. But so far, um, yeah, we are progressing. That's the most important thing. Okay, and uh, not very fast, but it's moving forward. It's moving forward. Okay. So, with that said, um, I'm going to be a little bit pushy as an interviewer because we also want to know. You're saying you're not moving fast, but in terms of revenues, could you give us a ballpark of? Just say, let's just say, to be honest, let's just say, um, uh, you can't pay the rent. You can't pay the rent. You can't pay the rent. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask. It might be rent in Manhattan or rent in Bali. All right. So now take us to um, some of the successes you've achieved. Um, so, like, I don't want to say, that would be successful to me, right? Okay. If Ella, if Ella is parked outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, uh, so financially, I've not made money yet. But okay. people to um, help people out. So I think that's one of the things that made me happy in the early days, right? So, um, uh, so I've been able to inspire people to do their own stuff, right? Okay. And, uh, I spent a lot of time talking to people, to help people. Mentorship, Paris, yeah. Um, about um, yeah, how we can progress. I I, I, I tried them. Um, not recently, but before I used to be more of an ecosystem man. I used to organize things. Right? Okay. So those are the places I actually had a little bit of success. The builder and the community organizer and the technology yeah, space. Good idea, but uh, looking back, I was like, I'm okay. I'm happy that people have succeeded, but it's a bit distracting. Okay. Yeah, you can do this successfully. Uh, so one of the events we organized then, like uh, this thing is called Seralesi. Pardon me? Her name is Seralesi. Seralesi, okay, of Pando? Yeah, now of Pando, then of Tekron. Tekron, okay. She was coming to Nigeria for, for something else, so I was able to just organize for her to showcase and meet a few entrepreneurs. After writing about one or two of them, we got a lot of money. Like Jason, like he got a lot of money from, from that exposure, right? Okay. So, so of course, that, I was a bit um, happy that that happened. The whole idea of the ecosystem is that the money trickles around. Because the idea is that if, as an ecosystem, everyone is helping everyone, then yeah. it goes around. So if everyone focuses on themselves, like, so for example, if I had focused on myself, when she came and said, me, 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 and I was unworthy of a story that would have brought a lot of money. That opportunity that would be lost for everybody. Okay. You understand? So I think that's the mentality I'm trying to, I was trying to push, but although I'm not pushing, I just did um, So I've not really made a lot of money yet. Like I said, like I would say I've been successful only when they allowed me. Okay. So now we, we've talked a lot about, you know, your bio, your background, the obstacles you face, successes. Now, uh uh-oh, let's just take a minute to thank our sponsors and we'll continue with the rest of the program. Are you interested in increasing sales and driving higher profitability for your company? Do you want to reach over 50 million buyers and potential customers? Then... Head over to Conga Marketplace at Conga.com. Conga.com is Nigeria's largest e-commerce marketplace that provides millions of customers the ability to access a wide variety of products at very attractive prices. Showcase your goods and services and watch your business explode. Go to Conga.com, that's K-O-N-G-A, 
Facebook.com and sign up to be a seller on Niger's largest marketplace. Okay, so looking back, if you were to give OO advice, what would you tell him to focus on? Just yes, getting into no. so, well, I think the only thing I would have done, after if my mother hears this, she would almost cut off my head, <laughs> would be that I should have worked a bit, right? So I, I would have worked in a formal environment. Okay. For like maybe a year. Oh, and why is that important? Um, it helps you copy existing processes that have worked. Right? Okay. So it helps you, how do I explain to you, like, you don't, you don't have to invent the world for certain things, right? So, and I'm thinking that you like, ah, yeah, just learn this. This is awesome. This is MVP. This startup. So, well, this is how we do it. I don't know. Put my side or whatever, right? In the proper environment, you know? Yeah. In the proper environment, you know, uh, you learn all, all those things by default. Okay. You don't learn making those mistakes. Okay. Right? So, it have been good. While I would have focused on doing startup by the side, right? Going back. I would focus on doing startup by the side and um, to the, like get it. I didn't startup become too big to do the two, then focus on startup. Okay. Yeah, I shouldn't have, hey, I want to get a premium badass, you know. I think one of the mistakes then, not mistakes, one of the issues then was, you know, when you're battling people that are advising you, most times it's that because you think you don't really understand. Mm hmm. Yeah. So most times, so the idea was that if I was permitted somehow, like, oh, do you know what, working in the startup, it was almost like I was working in an oil, oil company or in a bank. And that was like a no-no. That one is still a no-no now. Except money now is less. <laughs> but it was more like a no-no. So it was like, either you work in the bank or you do startup all the way. So because everyone was like holding on to their position, right? There was no middle ground. Of course, my parents have been very, very supportive of me. Okay. But like, looking back, I was like, you know what, that, your startup, but it's almost like the child that says, um, I want to play ball. So, okay, you can do your assignment with that people. It's not like hey, you must be a doctor, or they said, No, I must play only football. You know, to be like, Okay, do you know what? Let's do this. If you come second, if you come first, three, we'll take you to footballing school. Okay, if you do your assignment, I'll take you to the park to play ball. We have a deal. We'll do the so, more like, you know what? If you get a job. You can get a job at the start, right? Mm -hmm. Just not by the side. That, that is the kind of negotiation I would have had with myself going back then. You know? Okay. Yeah, work a little bit, do your startup by the side, and let's see how it proceeds instead of doing it out. Yeah. So that, I think that's one of the main things I would do. Oh, okay. And you know, that is a very unique perspective because most of the time when you talk to entrepreneurs, you hear them, no, blah, 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 the nine to five, I hit the grind, this and that. But you, since you started from just a purely entrepreneurial point of view after college and grad school, you actually see that there was some, and there is some benefit to having a structured training ground where you learn how systems work, how to put in things, how to go in an organized manner. So that whenever you're doing something on your own, you'd be able to use that knowledge you gained in a structured environment and create some structure within the chaos that is the startup environment. Exactly. Uh, okay. And if you're only doing two in parallel, and one is chaotic and one is structured by force, right? Mm -hmm. See the pros and cons of both. Wow, that is that is a very 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 insightful and brilliant ah. advice. <laughs> Because you rarely hear that type of advice to young entrepreneurs starting up that, you know, consider going the 9-to-5 route and then 
work on your startup on the side until you're able to gain ground. So that that's very good. Or give our listeners a piece of advice that you'd like them to know if they're starting a technology company in Nigeria, somewhere in Africa, somewhere in Asia, somewhere where you know it's not quite as easy to do business as it is in either the U.S. or in Asia. Um, what, what I would I'd like to see more, right, so I don't know if it's more of an advice or more of a suggestion, for people that would anchor quality-wise, they pick a company in the West, mm-hmm. just go to be precise, and say, you know what, my startup has to be at this level, even if I'm not applying, applying it in that same market. Okay. But if you're trying to do an Uber, you don't do something half-baked. Okay. Say, oh, because Uber is not yet in Ghana, I can get away with this rubbish, right? That's okay. cool. Get away with it, but when Uber comes, Uber takes you over. But if you build your startup from the one, I said, you know what? It's not that Uber has money, right? Like for like, right? My product and my process is as good as Uber, right? But I'm doing this in Thailand, so I'm doing Vietnam, right? So whenever Uber wants to come to your market, like they will say, you know what? This is the way to exit. That's not one of the big issues we are saying that because people don't build their product of the standard. When the bigger boys or bigger girls come in. They don't want to acquire them because those people have not built things that are okay. more quality. So it's more like even if you're not operating in a massive market, right? So if you're doing a payment company, you have to be Stripe is what you should call or paper, right? That's what you should, you should, uh, you should measure against. Okay. Default, you know. And of course, the, the, the fact of the matter is that the difficulty is, is an opportunity. It means that more people would find it harder. So more people that have been competing and doing anything we're doing, if it was very easy, the internet was good, but the light was there, more people would be doing it. More people would be doing it. But now, because of the difficulty, it makes it hard. So that's an opportunity that will not be there for long. Okay. This efficiency is an opportunity to embrace it. Okay. Just complain. Yeah. So OO's advice is whatever startup you're doing, wherever you're doing it, Focus on providing quality service and not worry about not having enough capital to be benchmarked to the world stars. Just have enough quality in what you're doing and let the rest take care of itself. And you mentioned quickly that, you know, that the obstacle is where the opportunity lies. I don't want to bring up this book. I recently got it. It's The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumphs. It's one of the books that will be given out on the promo for the launch of this show. And this just ties beautifully into what OO says that if it was very easy, everybody would do it. But since it's not quite as easy and it's difficult for most people to do. I, I got the title of the book. <laughs> <laughs> You're in sync. You're in sync. So just focus on that. Look for opportunities where there's obstacles and get your own success within them. But I just want to take you down memory lane a little bit to your blog. <laughs> we are talking at the pre-interview that, you know, you're a, blog, you're a technology blogger too, but you have not really blogged since January. You're a technology guy that blogs, writes. You're a technology guy that blogs and writes. Right. All right. Right. Correction, correction. I'm just too opinionated, so I just write my opinions. Down. Sure. For your post as of January 2, 2014, you have 14 predictions for the Nigerian technology space for 2014. I'll just read it out briefly. You said, 
number one, payments will be solved. And I mean, I think, yes, yes, we can clap for that. People just got their act together and came into Nigeria not too long ago, okay? Number two, you said there will be a major exit for Nigerian startup. There are some one or two companies in Nigeria that are doing very well globally. They're well-known, they've been well-written about. So who knows if there's an exit, if that's what you're predicting, but... Yeah, yeah, need an exit, yeah. Okay. The third one is um, major casualties. What do you mean by major casualties? Do you expect some companies to fail? That's opposite, yeah. Yeah, that's the opposite. Okay, okay. Wow, one of the big guys are going down, one of the big guys going down. Oh, one of the big guys goes up, another big guy comes down. Okay. The fourth one is tech will go mainstream. What do you yeah. what do you mean by that? I think you're saying everyone, will, that. everyone will have a startup. Like everyone has a demo CV. Everybody has a demo CV. <laughs> and do you think that is the case in Nigeria currently? Yeah, that's the case. That's the case. Okay. It hasn't gone as mainstream as I'm predicting, but um, it will by the the problem is that now elections would uh, but everyone would have the tech idea, everyone would everyone would have the tech product, you know, out there. Okay. It's going mainstream, yeah, it's going mainstream. It's, it's going nice mainstream. Yeah. And is that a function of people finding it difficult to find jobs and then deciding to go the entrepreneurial route or just because it's a popular fad? Just, it's the time. It's the time. Yeah, when people see where there's money coming in, that's what they mean. Okay, okay. And you say international companies will come. Facebook. Yeah, so Uber, Uber is, so I got that right. Uber yes, you did. That's, that, that's very good. You said uh, cash will flow in. So are you talking of people raising venture funding, venture capital? Yeah, easier to raise money, but now, yeah, yeah, it's getting easier and easier. Yeah. Okay. Not as quickly as I hoped, but so I won't say that one is fully. But we have all these incubators and accelerators. Um, let, let's just say the idea is that it should now be a popular situation where money will just come in. Okay. I won't say it consistently, but I've seen one or two people raise money. Okay. But it's not like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't stand out yet. When okay. And number seven is a little bit confrontational, but I mean, let's go there. Let's take it there. It says, Rocket will exit Africa. What do you mean by Rocket will exit Africa? It's not confrontational. It's not confrontational. Anyway, they have, they have exited in a way, but the idea was that, so Rocket is built to sell. Okay. So when I mean exit, in the sense that, it doesn't, it's not negative connotation that it would leave. Exit okay. means that they would sell and move on. Okay. That they would sell the way they are equity and they would do Move on. That's all. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, like, yeah, like, yeah, businesses, yeah. Okay. Don't run away. We have sold like 60 or 70 percent. So the idea is to sell it and move on from that continent. Okay. And um, number eight, corporate venturing will take off. Okay. I got that right. Yes, you did get that right. MTN has actually partnered with Rocket, right? You know, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't remember that. Oh, really? <laughs> so everyone is doing that corporate venture stuff. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. And number nine, incubator time. Many commercial player play incubators will begin to sprout. Yeah, very nice. I think I've, I've, t- I've seen a bunch of those That's also nice. coming up. Like, uh, what, L5L Labs, uh, yeah, System Hub, Incubator. there everywhere, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about System Hub Incubator. That's it. Number 10 is technology and politics. The 
the blending of technology and social media will dominate the political landscape. It's the election season in Nigeria for 2015, and it's coming up right about now. Where do you see that going, or how do you see that playing out right now? So, um, so what would happen, I am predicting, or what's, what's happening is more like, um, although we're seeing grassroots people eating corn kind of politics, more like everyone now have robocall, call, everyone will have a website, everyone will have email strategy, everyone will be asking people to go uh, pay and doing all these uh, grassroots fundraising. Mm -hmm. um, I think it'll be last quarter of the year we'll see like, most of that take up here. Okay. And do you think there is an opportunity for social media strategists to actually contribute significantly to the political players as they are campaigning? It's all about the channels, the new channels. Okay. Like, right? and the kind of technology I'm thinking about is so one of the one of the ideas I had a long time ago. I hope someone will eventually do it. Is how do I build the grassroots campaign team of hundred thousand people without ever seeing them and managing them to manage the process? Okay. One of the things that I envisage companies will be used for eventually is when people now start to do um, um, large scale outbound 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 um, uh, what do you call it campaigns, right? So. You have the mailing list of 10,000 people. I want to call everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, those kind of things. You use technology and distribute the team or use technology to raise funds from your members and all those things. Okay. Oh, interesting. So number 11 says there will be global Nigerian startups. We'll have our own representatives at Y Combinator, Techstars, and 500 startups. How... Do you see that prediction <laughs> shaking out? I am not too sure. Uh, it's, there's still a chance. I believe it will still happen. It almost happened. But, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it almost happened, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I think this is our year. We'll okay. Because yeah. okay. I know Ghana has one with Dropify. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah. Yeah. So we'll get in there. You said number 12, uh, broadband. Everything will change with the sale of the 2.3 megahertz spectrum. Yeah, it has been sold. It's been um, sold? Yeah, but um, we're not seeing the change yet, so there's still time. Okay. Last six months ago, yeah. Okay. And I think this is, has to be probably my favorite here. It says live streaming. Plummeting of broadband costs will mean a lot of live casting will take off this year. Video will be big. How is that going? I think that will still pan out again this year. Okay. Because broadband has to go. Maybe it will be next year. That the cost of broadband has to go down. Cost of broadband is still So give 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 us and give our listeners out there that are not in Nigeria and Africa, what is the cost of broadband? So the cost of broadband is um, for ten gig of broadband. So ten gig of broadband costs about sixty a month for ten gig. Okay. Now, that will sound cheap if you have any mobility compared to the mobile plan, but that's what I'm talking about the home plan. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So it still has a bit of a ways to come down before yeah. people can get the benefits of that. Like this guy that have been now, it costs lots of money for you. Okay, okay. And I actually was thinking about that too. I had a prior interview where we had the option to do either Skype or call. And because broadband was going to be, or internet costs would be a little bit prohibitively expensive for 
the interviewee, we opted to do it over the phone, and it was cheaper for both of us to do that and record it over that. So I do see what you're saying, that the costs are still high. high. Yeah. So what, 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 what I was anticipating actually was someone who would actually slash down, like 50%, 5K for 20, like $5 So like $30 for twice the amount. That was oh, okay. It, it, it was not happen. Well, I'm anticipating is one of the major players, either Swift, I don't know, someone, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, a, a few of them are there, but it's not mainstream. Okay. Yeah, so when I mean mainstream is that someone has, like, 30% or 40% of the market. Okay. So by the time one big player does it, MTN Glow, Exalad, it's one of all those players, right? Okay. There will be, there'll be a few there. So that's what I'm anticipating. Okay. And the final the final prediction you have here is that education. This will be the next e-commerce for Nigeria. Everyone will do an education startup this year. Or at least two will have the same name. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, I'm considering that the team that beat me in tech about startup. Pardon me? The team that beat me in the tech about competition. The educational startup. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't pan out as I expected. Education um, is still uh, public sector driven, and government is still involved. So I'm still not sure how it's going to pan out. Okay. It doesn't pan out as I expected. Okay. Or maybe my ears are not on ground that much. Okay. I think it's corporate venture, venture like actually taking everything. So, until you find out the organization that would bear the brunt of the risk. Okay. The institution that is in the education space that is trying to push that. Okay. Or do you think there's an opportunity for someone like to start up a South Khan Academy kind of thing? Or Udemy or Linda in Nigeria or in Africa in general? Yes. But unfortunately, so if you're trying to do Udemy, right? Programming is programming everywhere. So yes. you, can, you can have uh, a unique take on that. Okay. Even of curriculum for colleges. For things that are inherently low, like geography. So some academy, can academy is not physics or biology. That's universal. Maybe you want to do geography, Igbo, you know, those kind of Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that there might be opportunity for people to this, but people don't really know the market. Okay. Now, that's where PayPal comes in. When PayPal comes in, all these things will change. So the economics make a lot of sense. Okay. So I can easily charge 10,000 Nigerians to learn new you know, I'll build an app and they'll build them monthly or something. It's easy for them to pay. For now, it will be almost impossible. Okay. So we had to look for a joint party to come and help payments. When I have payments that that's killed, I have opportunity to do consumer payments. Okay. Yeah. And those were your 14 predictions for 2014. Uh, I thought I, I did one outrageous one. I don't know if you ever saw it. Um which one is that? The bonus one? Uh, look at it. Like, like, oh yeah. I was saying something about Jumi and Konga. Uh, 
imagine, but I don't know if it's there. Um, no, that's not there. You know this contradiction, pull out of the ass. Yeah, because if 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 your prediction, if you don't if you don't miss something, a lot of things from prediction, that means it will not take place. Yes. And again, I didn't really tweet to it. Like, ah, second of July, let me just like. That is awesome. So we reached the end. end of the show. But before we go, before we go, I know we've gone long and we do apologize for taking your time. But just could you just give us some quick tips or some useful resources that have helped you in your entrepreneurial journey? Be it book, software, um, messages, what, whatever resource you feel will be useful to somebody that is on their own entrepreneurial journey. But in this online community, sometimes they don't like people talk, talking about it. It's, but that's like an application of all the resources you can think of. It's called Hacker News. Hacker News. Yeah. Um, you go to news.ycombinator.com. So you see like threads. Don't participate because people don't like external people coming to take the conversation. Of course, I'm just kidding. You can't yeah. participate. So that's, that's a good one. Like, like, uh, it's only called social news, but the community is what makes it happen. Okay. Know. There's a good one. So I read, I read blogs. I read the blog of uh, Fred Wilson. It's a good one. Okay. Uh, uh, of course, there's this this year now called Uncle Ben. Horror. Okay. Mm-hmm. I read his book. The hacking about how things. I read his blog. He doesn't blog that much anymore. Uh, I think basically, if you follow the right people on Twitter, you get the right news. You can follow me or the Nigerian on Twitter. So. Um, I normally write about stuff. You can follow Joe Gascoin. Um startup stuff. Um, of course, you read TechCrunch and all those things. You know how to apply to your locality. You don't mm-hmm. copy and paste. You can get carried away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, we have, like, for local Nigerian um, stories, you want to follow TechCabal, um, Shaitilo, uh, Victor Semota writes a lot on payments. Yeah, I think it, it's more about people that you follow, right? Okay. So if you follow me, I can get all these people I can now read to get thousand followers from this discussion. It's more about it's not about source of news. Okay. Now, of course, it's going to be bad to just get carried away by um, following a lot of news without doing it. Like, ah, I read about it and I feel I'm done. Like, people that reach out for gym, I think. But the gym, I think that they have got to be doing. Okay. Sometimes you get carried away and you read about all these things and you feel, I did a lot today. I learned about how Dropbox started. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And now, what's the best way for someone to reach you if they want to get in touch with you? Email ositawoye at gmail.com. O-S-I-T-A-N-W-O-Y-E at gmail.com. Okay. And if you're comfortable, are you comfortable sharing that with everyone or do you want yeah. to make it a little different? Okay. And if you spam me, I put email, it's just because um, it goes into my head. It goes into your what now? To do box. To do box, okay. But the problem is if you tweet at me and I don't check it, or I check it when I've had it, it goes down, I cannot remember it. So most people say phone, phone, if I just, like the email, I don't archive until, like, and it's going to always be there. You know, so I can, I'll have to act on it. 
Yeah, so email is the best. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, so, not say I receive too many emails, but I always, I, I always have my email there. Okay. Well, oh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. We really, really learned a lot about you, your journey, you know, the challenges you face, the successes, you know, the advice you've given us. We, we, we've just gotten so much from this discussion. We really want to thank you for spending the time. I know it's almost oh, completely blasted your calendar today, but... Um, I don't want check the scores of the match, so people will know the day that this was one actually... Done. So yes. Argentina is playing Belgium. It was one zero when we started. I don't know if the match is over yet. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I have to commend you for uh, doing this. It's not, it's not like without people telling the stories, you don't know where to start from. So definitely. Uh, although I like, I would say I'm not there, but I think I at least I can direct you to the right places to start from. Yes. I started while if I while starting, I had resources that apply to me, and you have to look at Matsukabeg or something far away. Um, so this is mostly for the Nigerian or the African audience. So it's going to be easy to find someone you can relate to and ask questions to and have similar background. You know? Exactly. So Matsukabeg will not tell you anything about how to make sure you maintain your gen properly. You know, <laughs> you know because he doesn't have that background. Like, what's, what's a gen? What's a gen? You know? <laughs> a hundred gen. You know? A gen. What? Take the light. Who took the light? What do you mean? <laughs> Where are they taking it to? <laughs> yeah. Where are they taking the light to? How are they taking light? So, like, so it's important that we have people locally see how they overcame their issues. People like Mark Essien, they're documenting their some stuff. Um, other people I actually yeah so yeah okay that's oh, oh, oh once again we just want to say thank you for sharing your story with us we look forward to having you on the show again in the near future hi guys well thanks for listening to the show um we do want to apologize for the technical difficulties we had at the beginning of the show um i'll work to fix that in the near future uh please don't forget to sign up for the giveaway I'll be giving out a couple books, um, one of which is The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. The only way for you to enter is if you leave a review on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, and on YouTube. And you can also make some comments in the show notes under OO's um, entry. And after maybe, what, three, four weeks, I'll notify the winners. But please, 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 um, leave a good review on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, it helps me know what I need to improve on and be sure to use the feedback to help develop a better show. Thank you and see you next time. Cheers. Don't let another minute go by without taking action to change your life. Visit Ordeshi.com right now for more incredible resources, and we'll see you next time on Ordeshi, the Bulletproof Entrepreneur.